Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on CookieCast it's uh, the, uh, the the Leanne podcast, it's up Leanne The fourth episode, it's into the swing now kids. That's uh, that's four lots, four times a charm. Four. Yeah. Um, I don't know what this one's about. I haven't got the uh, I haven't got the sheet yet, so uh, I'm going to go with running TV movies, uh, things like that. Let me know if it's any good. I might give it a listen. Um, yeah, there is a video, so you know you know what you do with videos, don't you? You jump over to YouTube and you watch them. Uh, and while you're there, you click the uh, click that subscribe button, click that notification button. That way you get all of the updates, get all the new videos. And then you go and get all of your friends and family to do it as well. And then we send you some love. Cool. So here we go. This is CookieCast Upliante. Welcome to another episode of Upliante. Um, it is a nice sunny evening. We're in week seven of the lockdown. Um, I think there will be announcement at the end of this week. I think Sunday it's going to be as to whether the lockdown or the rules of um, how the lockdown will continue. Um, maybe there's a possibility that some of the rules may be relaxed. Um, no idea what that might look like or how there's going to be a sort of approach of um, people returning to work. So wait and see what Boris has to say on that. But it, it feels a little bit like there might be a light at the end of the tunnel and we may have a, a date potentially worked towards as to when we can start seeing people again. Um, so that's that. I will go straight onto my notes, onto the good stuff and we'll start talking about running straight off the bat. Um, so it has only been two weeks since the last pos- last podcast. We managed to keep to the schedule this time. Sorry, I've got bits on my glasses which are catching the light and distracting me. Um, it is still there. Can't see what it is. It might be a scuff on the lens. Um, apologies. Might just have to live with it. Um, so I've done six runs in that two-week period, um, basically three a week. I think I've kept to the same schedule in terms of my days. So I do my podcast on a Tuesday, and then I have been out running on um, Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Mondays. So I've done that both in both the weeks that have passed. Um, so my first run of that period, so almost two weeks ago, two weeks tomorrow, um, I realised, so I was at 1.9 miles on the last podcast, Um, for some reason I hadn't quite pushed it to that two mile mark, so um, the next run I was heading out on, I felt like I needed a new route to increase that distance, um, and try to 
tried to go out on a longer route so that was sort of pushed into running more of it to get back so I took a new route and I was quite comfortable um, for the most part although some of the some of the roads that this route takes me they're quite long long square route almost um, so it's just a long barren road um, taking me down past an industrial estate um, I got so far and I had a point in my mind that I thought I needed to get to that would take me to two miles and I was approaching this point um, and I looked on Runkeeper and I'd gone 1.75 miles I think it was um, but that included the 0.15 that I would have walked in my warm-up um, so I knew I wasn't there I needed to do at least another um, 0.35 miles um, and the distance between where I was at that point in time and the end of the road that I was on wasn't going to cover it and so I knew that the road I was turning onto took me uphill to head back home so I knew that I just had to kind of bite the bullet and run up this hill now so far on all my routes and even past this point I try to avoid hills at the moment hills just are not they're not my friend at all um, going going way back when I used to go running with friends um, and we'd start to approach a, a slight incline and they'd be like oh I don't know if I can get up this and I'm looking at it thinking this is almost flat come on we can do this um, at the moment with my running any I'm now in that position any slight incline and it feels unmanageable um, but that being said I managed to go up this hill it's more than a slight incline it is definitely uphill um, yay we've got another moth um, so I got to the top of the hill um, just around the corner sort of onto the home straight and thought I can I can stop here this I must have done the two miles got my phone out of my pockets check one keeper and lo and behold it had crashed and reset the time and the distance to zero um, so I just stopped and walked home at that point um, I was quite deflated at not knowing whether I'd made the distance I was looking to um, I was, yeah, I was quite upset by that so I uh, walked home, checked on Google Maps later and I think I had probably just about covered the two miles um, I would have preferred to have known that by a runkeeper given that that is the app that I use for all my running, all my distances are measured through Runkeeper obviously um, so taking it from Google Maps I was like it could have been a little bit out maybe I'd done more and I'm not it's not recording that for me or maybe I'd done less and I hadn't quite done the two miles but I'm taking that I had um, anyway I took it that I'd covered the two miles and just had to go with it um, so I'd reached another milestone albeit only 0.1 of a mile increase but I felt like two miles was something to be pleased about um, so run two, so run one was the Wednesday, run two was on the Saturday um, I did that same route that I'd done but I did it in reverse so rather than having to run up a hill towards the back end I ran down a hill nearer the beginning um, I then turned and started running down one of the longer stretches and I was I was so uncomfortable my legs I don't know what's going on with my legs at the moment but the lower parts of my legs my calves my shins so painful um, sort of almost every step I take for I don't know I just it feels like constantly to be honest and it, I, I do think it 
eases off after a while but it takes a long time long long time um so i was really uncomfortable uh there was a man in front of me um who was walking through a gap between some hedges and a car um so as i started to approach him um i went around the cars and that was fine but something that's happened to me since we've been in lockdown is that i feel really nervous around like people on quietish secluded not even secluded this other road that had houses on both sides but it was quiet it's sort of eight o'clock in the morning um you think anything could happen would anybody be around to witness it um so as i went around this car to uh, give this man sort of enough space um give myself enough space i i started to get it into my head that he was going to start chasing me this is not good when you are running um when you're already sort of you in you've got your running breathing going on and then you start thinking that there's a man chasing after you so naturally i started running a little bit faster but it threw my breathing off kilter um excuse me sorry maybe quite panicky so i had to run a bit faster to get to the end of this um road where there's a slight bend and i felt like i would have disappeared out of sight but by that point i'd already done the damage so my breathing was labored um from there on um so i managed to get i managed to keep going um near to the back end of that route um there is a there's a turning on back onto the road that goes past the industrial estate it's just long and it's it barren there's just businesses all on one side and then just a cycle path on the side that i was traveling up um and i knew that i needed to get to the end of that road to have met my two miles really so i kept checking run keeper on the way up seeing well, how close were they and because i was just i was struggling so much i just knew that i was getting to that two mile mark and i was stopping um and i was going to walk from that point so i literally had my phone out as i was running to the end of this road just to keep checking and as soon as it ticked over i'm not sure what was going on i think um i think part of my thumb was leaning on some of the buttons so i ended up keep pausing run keeper so I'm looking at it, waiting for it to tick over, and it's not changing. And then I realised I'd paused it, so then I'd have to press play. Eventually, I made my two-mile mark um, to be able to stop and walk back home. Um, so then there was a half a mile walk back home from there. Um, so I did cover two and a half miles, but only ran two of those. Well, I covered two point six five miles, but only ran two of those um, in one solid block. Um, but that was, I think to have made the two miles was good, um, I'm, I've had to try and embed it in myself that I don't need to increase the distance every time, I was saying this last time, um, so I'd managed to do the two miles, I only needed to do two miles again, I didn't need to push it any further, especially not when I was struggling so hard. Um, I got home and I was telling Cookie Baron, I was saying it was just so difficult, and he said, well you didn't want to go, so part and parcel really it's like that psychological feeling if you're thinking you not want to you don't want to go then you're not gonna feel comfortable or enjoy it while you're out so he was right um and that did happen but i still did my distance so run three was on the monday set off in a different direction completely this time um uh didn't know how far i needed to go along this route to cover my distance um so i got so far down the the road um i think i got sort of 1.3 miles or something down the road when i checked to see how far i'd gone and thought oh i don't need to go 
anywhere near as far as I thought I might need to so I can double back on myself at this point and normally I hate running um, <laughs> yeah I do hate running but normally I hate running away from home in a direction just to turn around on the spot and run back because uh, I know exactly how far back it is towards the house at that point um, but there's a, there's a uh, part of the route um, although I just doubled back on myself there's a a slightly different path that you can take. Uh, it goes through part of the university grounds, so you just sort of uh, it's a tiny little loop and then run back on yourself. Um, I I knew that I'd covered just more than two miles at one point because I checked, but I thought I can keep going. I'm comfortable, uh, so I kept going and reached a slight incline and thought I can run up this hill quite close to home at this point I'll just run up this hill and then I can stop I'll see how far I've gone and I can just walk back home um, which I did um, checked well actually I was running along this stretch and my audiobook cut out and I thought sometimes it does that when you're gonna get a message or a notification or something it'll just cut out briefly you'll hear a message noise and then it'll catch up with itself again um, so my audiobook cut out but then didn't recommence so I thought, oh, what's going on here? Looked at my phone, um, music had stopped, Runkeeper had crashed again. So reset to zero, um, zero time, zero miles. But when I actually went into the current recording on Runkeeper, it still had the distance in there. Um, it still showed it on the map. So not exactly, I couldn't see, but I'd seen that I'd gone, um, I'd gone way over the two mile mark. So I thought I've probably, I've done enough. I've done my two miles and I've probably done a little bit extra. Um, that run that run didn't feel too bad actually. I was more comfortable in that. Um, I didn't have as much pain in my legs and it, yeah, all around that was just more comfortable. I felt good about that run. So I double checked on Google Maps again for that one to see how far it suggested I'd gone and it seemed to be about 2.3 miles. So I put on a third of a mile um, to my previous distance so I was okay with that. Um, that day I decided or for that week I decided to have a new routine um, with the exercise so um, the running was going to continue on Monday, Wednesday and a Saturday um, and rather than trying to do Joe Wicks every day I decided to space those out um, so I did Joe Wicks on the Monday afternoon um, that week um, I did Joe Wicks on the Monday afternoon, Tuesday morning, don't do it on a Wednesday because I'm working, did it on the Thursday morning and then I took the Friday off so that I was rested before my run again on the Saturday. Um, so yeah, I sort of changed the routine rather than doing Joe Wicks on the morning and then expecting myself to be able to run after that, turned it round the other way. Um, plus you can, knowing that I've got my run out the way, I can take it a bit easier on Joe Wicks if I needed to, which I probably did. Um, so the next one after that was Wednesday, so this is run four. Um, I took another different route on this one. I just ran from home towards town. Again, it's just a long straight road. It wasn't, I wasn't intending to. I was going to turn off so far um, and join on to one of my previous routes, the industrial route one, um, part way. But I decided not to whilst I was doing that, and I just kept running along the straight road, um, ran towards town, turned... Um, sort of turn to loop back on myself in a different, along a different set of roads um, and was just faced with a, 
a steady incline uphill um, which I started to try there was a woman up ahead of me and I was going uphill and I thought I need enough momentum to get round this woman and keep going so I don't just sort of come to a stop in front of her um, but as I was approaching her I thought no I haven't got it in me and I just kind of stopped so that day I did 2.1 miles um, up until this sort of part way through this hill and then I stopped um, I walked for probably half a mile or so uh, got up the hill, turned and then went up another hill uh, which took me to the university and thought this is downhill for quite a stretch now so I can, there's no excuse not to run down this um, so I ran down that hill, uh, checked how far I'd gone it was 0.6 of a mile, uh, walked a little bit and then ran again back home which was another 0.4 of a mile uh, so in total I think I'd done four miles in total by the time I got home and had run about 3.1 of those so although it was in a couple of chunks I was pleased to have covered a much larger distance um, and run more of it even though it was on and off it made me feel like I don't know like there was progress because I've said before I'm very much I just run until I stop and then I'm not usually very good at picking my legs back up to run anymore um, given that I was so far away from home and this was excuse me, this was on the Wednesday morning, so just before I was due to start work, I thought, I'm still nearly two miles away from home, I've got to get back, I need to get back quickly, so that encouraged me to do the run and walk back as well, just to get me, just to get me home, so that was a good day, I don't recall feeling sore or uncomfortable with my legs on that one, I will have done, and sort of run through it, but didn't stand out as a, one of the particularly bad days with my legs. Sorry, just having a drink now for those of you listening. Oh, it's dripped. As uh, so I run five, this was on Saturday. Um, I went back out on my golf course route towards Fulford. Um, this <laughs> this route, uh, yeah, this route, I got so far along and I could see a woman up ahead of me um, and she was stopped and sort of crouching down on the ground looking at something small and furry. Uh, so as I approached her, I felt it necessary to stop and see what she was looking at. Um, and it turned out to be a squirrel. I'd come one mile at this point. Um, so as she was looking at a squirrel and it looked poorly. It was, it didn't look like it had been attacked or anything. It just seemed to be sort of shivering and coughing almost. Um, neither of us really knew what to do. We didn't think we could phone anybody, didn't think there'd be any animal rescue that would come out for a squirrel. Um, there was a man on the other side of the road asking what we were doing. Um, uh, said we were looking at the squirrel and he said, you're going to have to leave it. He was like, definitely don't touch it. Um, and I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't try and manhandle it or anything. You might make the situation worse. So unfortunately, we had to leave this little squirrel that was just curled up on the um, on the pavement um, and hope for the best for it, really. Um, but I'd been there a couple of minutes talking to this woman. Um, we were but we were stood two meters away from each other um, before I carried on. So I felt bad that I'd had this pause in the middle of it and then carried on with my running. But I've still classified the distance I ran here as a solid distance even though technically it wasn't you can argue that with me should you wish but um, I guess it's my run so my rules um, 
I ended up running, so this was the route I'd done a couple of days previous where I'd taken the loop back on myself through the university. Um, this time I ran the full extent of the run that I thought I was going to do a couple of days earlier. Um, and as I was doing this, I kept checking Runkeeper and I was getting sort of 2.3 miles, 2.5 miles, 2.8 miles. And it just got to the point where I thought I can push this to the 5k, which I did in the end. Um, it, it wasn't easy and it was just very much mind over matter in terms of I'm feeling pain, I'm feeling discomfort, but if I keep going, it'll go away for a little while before it comes back. And that that is true. Uh, I would run for sections and feel comfortable almost. Um before the pain would come back so I got to 3.2 miles um, very pleased with myself on that um, but I was sorry I'm just reading my notes I couldn't see it Four, I'd covered 4.4 miles in total so ran 3.2 of them and then I just ran and walked back I didn't measure the distance then I think I was sort of like probably half skipping sort of quite satisfied with myself um, I've just had a roller coaster of emotions over these two weeks with the running, going from just complete disappointment and failure and frustration to quite pleased with myself, elation almost. A um, number of times I've been out there trying to make excuses for myself if, as to why I find the running so hard at this point, thinking I've got more weight on me than I used to have. I've got like two stone, two and a half stone extra on me than I, I used to have. I've had a baby in that time. Um, running along, making these excuses in my head as to why it's so hard. But then equally thinking to myself, yes, I had a baby, but it was over a year ago now. It's like, yes, I've got extra weight on me, but there's only one way I'm going to shift it. Um, so I was trying to, although give myself these allowances I was also trying to keep myself incentivized to keep going and just keep pushing um, so run six was just on Monday yesterday in fact um, I attempted to go my industrial route again um, I felt like I was against the clock to get back um, the baby was down for a nap but I felt under pressure to get back because Cookie had a meeting that started um, and it gave me about 45 minutes to do the run um, so I set off trying to go a bit quicker and I got so far and it got about a mile um, and thought this is just I'm pushing too hard this I'm not going I'm not finding any comfort in that in this I'm not going to be able to manage it so I just gave up at that point um, I just stopped and started walking back and took a couple of shortcuts to get back home um, fortunately I, I guess um, that I didn't go further because the vet actually called me whilst I was out walking. Um, I knew the vet was going to call yesterday. Uh, I just didn't know when. So sod law that they called while I was out on my run. Um, but I guess it's just a good job that I'd already stopped and I didn't feel obliged to stop to answer the phone to speak to the vet whilst I was having a good run, let's say. So I did a mile. Um, walked home, I think it was two point something miles by the time I got back. Um, so it wasn't the best, but it's better than nothing. I managed to run the mile um, a few weeks back. I, I would have been struggling to do that. Um, in terms of the vet, the reason they were calling is Gizmo's had... Gizmo's had what appears to be a scuff on his eye. He's had this a little while. He keeps squinting. He never looks fully out of his left eye. Um, he's always had it... Not constantly squinted, but squints a lot with it. Um, so... 
it got to a point the the light was reflecting differently in it um it just looked funny so i called the vet they wanted to see photos of the eye um do a telephone appointment um send the photos so that they had something to reference um so this i spoke to this vet and she said to be honest she couldn't see anything from the photos and i tried to catch it reflecting the light differently and she said that it was normal that cat's eyes reflect the light and i'm saying i know that but this one just looks odd um so i tried to go through the description i said it was a bit cloudy on the surface basically she summarized that maybe if gizmo and duane had been fighting then his eye has got scratched and that's what's causing the issue um so she decided to do a prescription for him some antibiotic cream and some um pain relief uh, liquid that either put in his food or syringe straight into his mouth. Now Gizmo doesn't eat an awful lot and certainly doesn't eat consistently so putting the medication in his food would have been a waste um, so he's had this medication before when he had his hernia operated on um, and I just took the syringe of painkillers and put it straight into his mouth so that's what I've been doing this time. Um, However, Dwayne is a very jealous cat, so Gizmo's getting all this special treatment and attention. He's getting this extra, I don't know if Dwayne thinks it's food or what, going straight into his mouth. So it got to the point where I'd been treating Gizmo for a couple of days um, and had to start pretending to Dwayne that he was getting the treatment too. So I'd fill the syringe up with water, pick him up and syringe water straight into his mouth so it wasn't feeling left out. Can't replicate the cream going in his eye but and give him a fuss and like rub his eyes for him so that he thinks he is poorly too and getting the special treatment um we've noticed progress in gizmo's eye he's squinting a lot less for sure the scuff is still there a little bit um but it's definitely on the mend uh so when the vet called yesterday uh they said just to continue with the treatment until it runs out it's not going to do him any harm so we might as well just continue and see if it improves the the last little bit of this mark on his eye um i'm not sure that it's getting any more better from this point um more better um but we'll see how it goes for another couple of days um hopefully he'll be all mended uh cost us 30 pounds for a telephone appointment just to speak to the vet uh and another 35 pounds for his treatment so 65 pound vet visit without actually having to go apart from cookie went to collect the medications as they were dispensed directly from the vet um and they gave an appointment time in order to be able to go and collect it without risking bumping into anybody um so that's i i sidelined there a little bit into the vet vet story um but that's it for running so as i say it's been a roller coaster of emotions over two weeks but i think to have gone from 1.9 miles to my 5k at 3.2 miles um i'm pleased with that my concern however is that having done the 5k on saturday um and then only doing one mile yesterday i i have no idea what my next run will look like whether the 5k is manageable or if i'm i don't know i've somehow set myself back uh so we'll just have to see i've not got to put any pressure on myself and just get out there and aim for a 5k route and see how I get on um, that's what I just try to do try not to think too far ahead just go out and either it's a good day or a bad day um, I'm sure another good day will come uh, when I force myself to go further so we'll see we'll see what happens there um, 
Oh, I've also been set a 5k challenge. I don't know if any of you seen this or it goes around Facebook. Somebody runs a 5k and then you challenge so many other people to run 5k. I think you donate money to charity as well. Um, I've been challenged to do a 5k, which when I was setting out yesterday, I was thinking I'll go do it now. Um, obviously didn't work out well. Um, so I do need to attempt to complete that at some point. I'm not sure that there's a time frame on it and you can you can walk it, you can run it, you can jog it, do whatever you want, do it in pieces I think. Um I will my aim will be to do it in one complete run given that I know I can cover that distance now. Um so I will just get round to it when it feels like the right time to do so. Um, so, on to TV. This, this is a short section. I've not been watching an awful lot of TV. Um, the first on the list is embarrassing, I think, to say the least. So the show is called Too Hot to Handle. It's on Netflix. Um, I think it was late-ish one evening where I didn't want to put on anything too intense. I have this thing where I can't watch things that are too, too intense or too heavy, uh, too late on an evening, so I put this on. Almost biggest regret of my life. It's one of those um, reality TV shows that I like to watch, but this one was just... This one's particularly trashy. Um premise of the programme is a dating sort of love-finding show, um, but they couldn't... I think 24 hours into it, once they've all met each other, they realise who they're attracted to and whatever. Um, they find out that they're not allowed to touch or kiss each other or any kind of sexual activity whatsoever. Um, and the, the show goes from there, so the intention being that they develop these deeper connections um, without being physical with each other. Um, terrible, terrible show that I had to obviously continue watching until the end once I'd invested some time in it to find out who these people were. Um, but it was just some of these people that go on these TV shows and you think, why? I, do, I don't want to put anybody down or think that people are ugly or overweight. On, and I'm not saying that these people were, but some of these people you look at and think, why, why are you so confident in your looks? What what makes you think that you are attractive? And maybe that's just my view of these people. Um, and it, it takes all sorts to go on these TV shows to make them work. Um, but just some of these people you think you've just got far too much confidence than you should have. You need to dial it down a little bit. Um, it is not a show that I recommend anybody watches. It was time that has been wasted from my life that I will never get back but at least it's another box set I can tick off the list and don't need to consider whether I should be watching it or not uh, feeling like I'm missing out or something um, so quick touch on that one I don't want to go into it much more detail it was what it was I think there was 10 episodes oh there was a uh, hundred grand to be won from it as well um, but every time anybody did slip up on the rules and kiss or a little bit more maybe um they lost money from their prize pot so uh, got everybody else's backs up so there's a good bit of um 
animosity within the show. Um, the other thing I started watching was Gangs of London by complete contrast to sort of a very serious um, gang-based program. It's very much like Peaky Blinders for those of you who've seen that but set in the current times um, and in London. It's it's a good show so far. I've only watched I think three episodes, maybe only two. Um, the first one was long. It's 90 minutes long and I watched it in two parts and so maybe I have only watched two in total but it feels like three um, for that reason. Um, it's a good show. There's a lot of violence. Very, very violent. Uh, they got no sort of qualms in showing the violent aspect. Excuse me. Um, the problem I have with these types of shows is they are, they're very heavy going, they're very intense and I tend to get sort of lost in the story almost as to what's going on. There's a lot of, um, there's various gangs within this and the storyline ends up getting quite entwined. Um, so I feel like I lose what's going on a little bit but I just watch it Anyway, keep going um, and see, hopefully by the end, that I've got a clue as to what actually happened. Um, nobody stand out in it, sort of nobody famous, I mean, that I can think of. Um, uh, the early premise of the show is that this um, gang boss has been murdered and his son is then taking over and seeking to find out who murdered him and why. Um, so it's quite early days in the show, um, but a lot of fighting, a lot of uh, blood shooting, massive shootout in the episode that I just watched um, on a gypsy site. Um, gunshots going both directions, uh, absolute bloodbath. Um, so early days on that one but seems okay so far as they just quite intense so I usually have to have something else to watch in between these but if it's too late on an evening for me to invest time in that then I can watch something a bit more not light-hearted but a bit lighter in terms of story um, the other thing that I've been watching is documentary and it's called I can't remember the full title of it something to do with the mercy of Sintoya Brown um, this is just a one-part documentary around the a case of a young girl, a 16-year-old girl called Sintoya, um, who was put in prison for life, essentially it was, I think, in the state that she lived in Tennessee. Uh, life was 60 years, um, eligible for parole at 51 years, after 51 years, um, and it was for the murder of a man. She was um, a sex worker. Uh, she'd got picked up by this guy, um, taken back to his house and ultimately felt like her life was at threat. Um, thought that he was leaning out the side of the bed to reach for a gun and just picked up a gun and shot him in the back of the head. Um, haven't finished watching all of it yet to understand all the details. I believe that she is now free um, and a lot of the show is uh, looking at her case for being released, sort of like diminished responsibility, a lot to do with her mother or the maternal side of her family being um, having mental health problems and her mother having drunk for eight months of her pregnancy before starting to take cocaine. So there was, um, a, oh, I can't think of the right word, but sort of a, um, uh, what am I trying to say? 
the the girl, the sixteen year old girl, Sintoya, had sort of a predisposed issue uh, that caused a slight brain damage to her through her mother's um, drinking and drug use while she was pregnant. Uh, so I think they were trying to use that as a reason for her to be released. Um, and just she had a very chaotic lifestyle. I think she was actually brought up by a, a foster mother or an adoptive mother. Um, so yeah, I haven't got through that, haven't finished it. Probably shouldn't talk about things on the podcast that I haven't actually finished because I can't give a rounded view of it. And I tend to ramble anyway, so I'm just making that situation worse. Um, if you like documentaries, though, on Netflix, um, then check it out. Oh, uh, Gangs of London, that is on Sky Atlantic, so I'm currently watching that through Now TV rather than just Sky, because we don't have Sky. Um, movies. And quite a few movies over the last couple of weeks. Cookie and I have sat down and watched quite a few. Four, actually, I've got on the list. Um, I'll rattle through those because movies are his things that he talks about on his podcast, so I won't spend too much time on these. Um, the first one we watched was Last Blood, the Rambo film. Wasn't the best film. Perfectly watchable, nothing wrong with it, but storyline wasn't the best. Uh, it felt a little bit crowbarred, um, sort of for the sake of making another Rambo. It was like they tried to show that he had settled down in life and found his way, his path, with a, a family to care for, um, and then all chaos ensued and turned that upside down. So it did, in some regards, it felt like a Rambo film, sort of something happens and he has to flip and go and kill everybody, essentially. Um, but it was a poor storyline. didn't stand up with the rest of the Rambo films. Um, but having said all that, it was perfectly watchable. I just wouldn't be in a hurry to watch it again. Terminated Dark Fate, uh, that was the next one on the list. That Again, that was perfectly watchable. Uh, a couple of the characters, a bit annoying, um, could have potentially done it a different way. Didn't like the Sarah Connor character in it. Um, she was kind of annoying um, and it was almost a little bit unnecessary that Arnie was in it. Um, but again very watchable, no issues with it, no major issues, and uh, just watched it from beginning to end, and that was that, it was okay. Um, third film on the list was called Snowpiercer, this was a Prime, Amazon Prime film we watched, um, both Cookie and I had seen trailers for it separately from each other, um, I'd said to him, oh I want to watch this film, and he said, oh I've seen a trailer for that, I want to watch it too, uh, that's got Chris Evans in, from Captain America fame. Um, that was pretty good actually, a bit of a strange, um, different kind of storyline there, sort of a end of the world scenario. Um, those who are left to survive have to live on a train that just kind of circles round the world on a track, obviously on a track, um, but it takes a full year to sort of travel round the world. Um, they, the reason they can't be outside is because of the temperatures, it's freezing, um, so they have to stay within the comforts of this train carriage, which, well, it's not just a carriage, there are a number of carriages, but basically you've got the poor people held at the back um, to the wealthy up at the front, um, and it's sort of the trials and tribulations that go along with having that class system on a vehicle. Um, Good watch. Uh, I would recommend that people 
take a look at that. Um, it was enjoyable. Uh, no issues with that one. And then the fourth film that we watched was Extraction. Um, that is a Netflix film with Chris Hemsworth, um, also from the Marvel world, uh, Thor. That was very good. Um, premise for that film is a young um, Indian boy, son of a sort of a drugs lord, I think it is, um, has been kidnapped and Chris Hemsworth is um, a mercenary sort of guy sent in to rescue him. Um, quite a straightforward storyline, um, but with various twists and turns along the way, it was just a non-stop action film. Um, the storyline itself is quite basic, plot not a lot to it, uh, but just non-stop action, shooting, guns, explosions kind of stuff. It was very good. Um, definitely recommend that. That, um, I already said that was on Netflix, so those of you with Netflix, you can check it out. That's it on movies. I had wanted to watch um, something of my own, a horror or something. I'm desperate to watch King of Monsters, the most recent Godford Zilla film. Um, haven't got round to that yet. I just haven't had time with having, because Cookie and I have sat down and watched a number of films, I uh, haven't had time to make room for another. So that will be in the next fortnight, guarantee it. Uh, quick mention on games. So I've got a number of games that are on the go. Um, Animal Crossing was my priority. I got quite invested in that. The problem I found though was that everything brings up a text box in this game. It's all text based um, for conversations and things. And those conversations are hugely repetitive because of the repetitive nature of the things you need to do in the game. So you're catching fish, um, you have to go drop those off, um, and every time you're having the same conversation. Now some of it did get speeded up. Um, I think I was complaining about having conversations with the owl last time when I was dropping off my fish and my insects and whatever, but they upgraded the museum area where I dropped those off uh, to an actual building, and that meant that you could uh, quick pass a number of those conversation routes. So that helped, but just generally, the more and more I've been playing the game, the more sick I am of all the text books that come pop up and it's not just a text box and then you quickly pass it you have to uh, there's a pause before you can press the button to skip past that screen so I've started to find more and more over these last fortnight that the game is just quite draining and it just hasn't got enough oomph to engage me enough to have this as my main game so uh, I was saying this on the last podcast but I am going to have to revert back to the old, old Zelda game that I've got, I think, and invest in that as my number one game. Um, the only reason I haven't done so far is because it was my birthday on Friday last week, so I received another couple of games which will certainly act as a, a distraction for the, maybe the next couple of weeks. Um, I've got Super Mario Brothers, I've got Mario Party, and I've got Mario Rabbids, so all of those will be taking up time, just checking them out, seeing what's what. Now, none of those, maybe Super Mario Brothers will be 
that have the potential to fully invest in those as main game, my main game. Um, but whilst I check them out and have a look at them, um, I probably won't have time to get into Zelda just yet. And I don't want to, to be honest. I need to take a look at these. Uh, as I say, I receive them as presents, so it's important that I take the time to take a look through them. Um, Super Mario Brothers is a re um, a recut of a old Nintendo game. I was expecting it just to be exactly the same, but it's actually been upgraded. Um, you've got new characters, new levels. Um, so it's quite good so far. I'm probably about five levels in. Um, and you can have multiplayers on them. Um, but it's it's hard. Mario never seems to get any easier. You, you just get those levels where you just die constantly over and over again and you can't progress. And I've had a couple of those instances. Even though I'm only five less uh, levels in, I've had a couple of instances where I'm just really struggling to get past the level. Um, I think I ended up switching it off the other evening um, because I couldn't get past a level. So I've left it at the point where I have to go back and try to redo it. Uh, a conversation I've had before on the podcast. should never do that because... Excuse me, sorry. I uh, should never do that because the moment that I switch it back on, realise which level I'm on, I'm going to be like, ugh. But it's what it is. Um, so yeah, plenty of games to keep me on the go. Not a lot to update on then. Um, just my moaning about Animal Crossing. I've just noticed there was something else on my list um, to do with the capacity of items you can carry around on Animal Crossing. And it's also very annoying. Um, everything goes in your pockets. They have these what seems like endless size pockets and then suddenly you reach a point where they're full all the time because you've got that much kit to carry around and you never know what kit you might need. Now you've got storage at your home so you can transfer stuff from your pockets into the storage but if you're out and about collecting various things for to sell for money or um, some of the sort of missions I've had to do within the game has to be to set up homes for other people to move to the island so you end up needing a lot of uh, wood and iron and things to make uh, furniture things out of um, you never know where you'll be where you'll find access to the wood or the iron the stone whatever so you just need all your equipment on you at all times otherwise you'd be forever back and forth to your home um, and I would just find that annoying as well maybe I, maybe I just find the game annoying um, and maybe that's how it's going to be. I will continue with it for now, certainly. Um, or oh, something that was quite nice, actually. When I turned it on on Friday, um, they had a celebration in the game for my birthday. So as soon as I switched it on, there was a little person waiting outside my house, told me to go over to their house, and we opened the door. And there was a birthday party, um, which was lovely, and they even had a piñata, which I had to hit with a stick until cupcakes fell out. Um, so it's quite nice, it has those personal touches, um, obviously it just has my date of birth on a programmed passport within the game um, for them to know, but it's still nice and those are the sorts of things that make you want to put the game on for those special occasions, otherwise you'd miss out, I'd have switched it on on Saturday and been none the wiser that there'd been a celebration for me. Um, so on my other list, I've already covered two of them, so one was Pauly Gizmo, I've already covered that. Um, in fact, three of them, Joe Wicks, I've sort of touched on. So, as of this week, so my run was yesterday, as I say, I struggled. Um, 
I therefore decided not to do Joe Wicks yesterday and I've not done Joe Wicks today um, just because I feel like my legs need a rest. I don't know what this pain is that is in my legs. Um, I notice it more so. So when I get out of bed and I try to walk on my feet um, in the first instance, they're so painful I can hardly put my weight down. Um, but the pain in my legs that I also feel when I'm running is if I crouch down at the moment, which mostly fine I'm doing with the baby or if I'm cleaning out the cat litter tray I'm crouched down it's just the pain in my around my calves and up the sides of my legs it's just excruciating so I can't actually crouch down at the moment I end up having to sit on the floor um so I just thought it was it may be sensible to just take a pause from additional exercise um so I put Joe Wicks on pause and I understand he was in hospital himself over the weekend I saw in the news that he had to have his hand operated on again to remove the um, metal bars they'd put in to repair whatever he'd, the fracture or the break that he'd had before. Um, so I think he was coming back with his wife to help him yesterday, but I've not even watched the sessions to, to know where he's at if he did come back. Um, so I'm just gonna try and give my legs an opportunity to mend. Um, I don't know if it just went a bit too too hard, too fast in terms of the exercise and the running um, so we'll see how we get on. I'm hoping to run tomorrow. I'll see what they're like, um, having had a, a day off and no Joe Wicks. Um, birthday on Friday. Yeah, it was a fairly quiet affair. Um, we're on lockdown. It's not like you can do a lot. My mum came round, didn't come into the house, didn't sort of approach her. She stayed two metres away. Uh, she just dropped off some flowers and a cake and card and things, a couple of gifts. Uh, it was quite sad in a way, um, but it was just nice to have been able to see her, uh, receive cards through the post from my dad and other family. Uh, so it was just quite a quiet day, but just nice in a way. Um, and the only way to make up for being on lockdown on your birthday is to have plenty of cake. So there was plenty of cake. My mum brought a um, red velvet cake, which was beautiful. I'd seen a cake when I went shopping, which was reduced, and it was a little chocolate cake. And we had a Curly the Caterpillar from Tesco's as well. So, ample cake, uh, only way to get through a lockdown birthday. Um, the only other thing I was going to mention was a quiz that um did with my friends earlier last week. Middle of last week. Um, we did the virtual pub quiz, which is on YouTube. So, Has had done one with a dad. Um, we'd missed the first couple of weeks. In fact, I think I said on the last podcast that maybe it was in the pipeline. Um, so we did the first session of that that was still on YouTube. Uh, just set up a video call between us and then I put YouTube up on the TV and read the questions out. Um, we only got through three of the five rounds. Uh, my phone decided that it was going to die. I hadn't thought to charge it in advance. Um, so given that I was asking the questions, we wrapped that up pretty quick. But that was that was quite enjoyable, actually. Um, just a bit of fun. Um, he got through three rounds and then he decided to mark those before carrying on with the second. So that was how we managed to duck out at the end of the third round. I think we have plans in place to follow up and complete that. Um, I should probably check in with them, see if that's tomorrow, because usually... We do something on a Wednesday if I'm going to speak to my buddies. Um, we've also set up another evening on Friday to do Cards Against Humanity with our football group, our NFL football group. Uh, so that's on the cards as well. Um, just a bit of light entertainment to keep us ticking over in these 
difficult times. But as I was saying at the beginning, hopefully there may be some light at the end of the tunnel. Um, perhaps we may have some of the rules relaxed. I did see something that maybe more exercise would be allowed, more than once a day, which would certainly make things easier um, in terms of I feel less restricted in terms of trying to manage my own run as well as being able to take the baby out for walks to get fresh air because uh, at the moment I feel like I can't do both of those in one day even though one is exercise for her if you like uh, fresh air for her and one is exercise for me but if they start to relax those things that would help um, who knows what else they might love to do in the near future um, obviously a complete reversal on the lockdown is not on the cards at this point in time but hopefully hopefully we'll get there soon um right well that is it for my list um i felt like that was a bit of a whirlwind I felt like i was just talking not thinking very much about what i was trying to say but i've got through my points so i will uh start to think about making my list for the next podcast um and take it from there thank you all for joining me and i will speak to you all again soon bye bye so there you go what do you think of that good was it good any good good uh yeah another one from uh, from Leanne and I'm sure there'll be more to come in the future um, YouTube watchers make sure you're subscribing and make sure everybody you know is subscribing click those notification bells and uh, yeah leave a comment, let us know that you've done it everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com see us over there, send us some love there's the, the social medias there's the emails um, just say hi, how about that so there we go podcast done and uh all the all the notifications sorted so uh until next time i'm gonna say bye and i'll see you then